Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 194. How's how's you how's you doing? You you all right? I I don't know if there's a place in the world that is in in the middle of a total crisis right now. If you're in a place that is not in the middle of this, please let me know and tell me about it because it seems like it everywhere. Right? Is it everywhere? I don't know. Anyway, if, if you're listening to this not in uh, March of 2020, uh, I'm talking about this coronavirus situation. Um, we have been, uh, I don't know what we call it, really, um, sheltering in place, although not technically paused. Oh, who knows what this language is? We've been in this apartment for two and a half weeks now. <sighs> Ooh. Um, yeah, but I am grateful for the structure of this podcast, actually, because even though it's hard to find time to, well, it's not hard to find time. It's hard to find space uh, to uh, do the stuff I usually do for the podcast that is like practice the ukulele or the guitar or the song or learn the stuff. Um, because I have the podcast, I sort of have to. Uh, and that means that I get over my embarrassment of doing that um, while my partner's actually here. <laughs> Normally, I save that for when he's out teaching or whatever, but not not now. Can't do it. If I'm going to record this stuff, uh, he, uh, there's just no choice. So uh, it's helpful to have the push of knowing that I, I have a song to record for you. And so uh, it's keeping me playing and keeping me singing, which are two things that actually really help me in a crisis. So good. It's all good. Also, by the way, if you're hearing stuff in the background that is uh, a class that is happening, online learning is happening as I talk to you, um, and since it's a, I think this is the music theory class, um, there's, some, there's some music happening that is not me. Other songs. There are other songs for another struggling artist, just one room over, just, just a short little hop away from here, there, there is another struggling artist song happening uh, of a very different variety. Uh, yes. So for today's blog, um, I am sort of going back to try and get back into order a little bit. Uh, again, this is actually mostly song based. I'm not doing these in any kind of, um, I don't know, meaningful order. It's more like what song is ready to go. Um, so this one, I've been working on this song for a little while. Um, it, so I'll tell you about that after I read you the blog, but the current blog, uh, this one is, it's not, uh, it's not a deep one. And maybe that is exactly what we need right now. We don't need the heartbreaking Elizabeth Warren blogs, at least, or, or at least the, the statistics would suggest such a thing. We might need the lighthearted, um, about television sort of uh, blogcast today. And that's what you're going to get. So in case you haven't heard me talk about the television show Charmed enough, here we are. It's Charmed again. You may remember that I owe a debt of gratitude to the show Charmed. When I last wrote about it, the new Charmed, the reboot, had not yet come out. 
I had no idea if I would like it or hate it or if it would make me miss the old one too much. Turns out, I love it. Is it great TV? Nope. Just like the old Charmed, there's a soapy quality that prevents it from being really great. It's on the CW and it feels like the network sort of automatically layers everything with a teen soap opera varnish, much like the WB tended to do back in the day, but I love it. I don't know if I love it in spite of the varnish or because of it, but I love it. Does the show take some totally nonsensical turns between and during the seasons? Yep. Why do they suddenly live in Seattle instead of the mythical college town they were in? Why did they lose all of their powers that they just got only to get new ones? New location? New powers? I don't care, though. I really don't. I find the show incredibly comforting, even as the Charmed Ones face apocalyptic circumstances every week. There's something about watching those three young women defeat evil over and over again that makes me feel less hopeless about the state of the world. If Macy, Mel, and Maggie defeat an evil demon cult, then maybe we can defeat the forces of darkness out here. Contrast that to my absolute anxiety while watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where there has been nary an evil demon cult, not even once. The problems that Mrs. Maisel faces are real-life ones. The cheery optimist getting a comeuppance-type ones, and having had a few of those myself, it does not make me feel comforted to watch Midge get her metaphorical ass beat at a theater. But the charmed ones... Kicking high-stakes demon ass is very relaxing. There are a few jump scares every now and then, but I can easily recover and rest easy at night knowing the only real drama in the Charmed One's lives is their relationships. And I have very little invested in whether Maggie gets back together with Parker or not. I'm pretty sure I felt similarly about the Leo Piper relationship on the original Charmed though I may have had some feelings about the Phoebe Cole storyline. I care about the demon fighting, mostly. Sidebar, the first season was rather delightfully woke. An MRA guy got punched in the face in the first episode, and I was here for that. They've stepped away from the overt feminism this season. Is it because they're in Seattle now? And I miss it, but they're still kicking ass, so fine. The show is definitely not made for me. I'm the age of the guy who played the father on the show. And stories about frat parties and such are of zero interest to me, nor were they of interest when I was their age, frankly. In my search to figure out what happened between seasons one and two that made them so different, answer, new showrunners, I discovered that there had been some controversy at the beginning among some of the original Charmed Ones actors. A couple of them were upset about the reboot, and fans got a hashtag stop Charmed reboot hashtag going, which could be a little bit racist, given that the new Charmed Ones are Latinx, so hashtag yikes. But I suppose I understand why some of the original Charmed Ones might feel insulted and put out to pasture. Why can't we have middle-aged witches? I mean, seriously, why can't we? I think they felt as though they were being replaced. But honestly, given that the different versions of Charm don't 
seem to operate in the same universe, they could easily coexist. And heck, I don't see why we couldn't have them both. We can have middle-aged witches who don't spend nearly as much time at the P3 club as they used to and whose romantic drama just isn't that dramatic anymore. And these new young witches as well. Then maybe one day we could have a little crossover and instead of the witches getting their advice and support from a male authority white lighter, they could consult with each other. Or maybe we could have a baby charmed where really young witches are taught by the previous two generations of charmed ones. We'll call it charmed school. Did I just pitch a show? Checks payable to me, please. It'll be so relaxing to watch when those child charmed ones start kicking child demon asses. Charmed school. Do you guys remember when they were doing that whole making baby versions of everything? Like there were baby Muppets and baby, I, I can't remember. There were, it, feels, it felt like they were everywhere and they were everything. It was just like baby every, everybody. Uh, so this is Baby Charmed. How about Baby Charmed? I'd, I'd watch that. I'd totally watch that, honestly. Um, anyway, if you live in another country, can you, do you guys get charmed? Did this silly show make it all the way to you? Uh, let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious about the reach of charmed. Is it too ridiculous to play elsewhere? Uh, I watched, uh, an Italian show about witches recently called Luna Nera, uh, which it wasn't obvious it was Italian until I was like, why are these people being dubbed? And then I switched to the original language and found that it was Italian. And I was like, oh, fantastic. I actually understand what they're saying. Um, yeah, I have feelings about that show and I almost wrote about it, but I don't think there's anything really to say aside from uh, it's it's fun and the aesthetic is fabulous. There's like, a, you know, the sort of co competition between the witches and the witch finders. They're not called witch finders on the sh show. They have a better name um but the problem is it's like the witch finders are more interesting than the witches even though there's like a lot of really kick-ass ladies they don't actually get to do anything and the most demonstration of their powers were like the kind of minor witches who we didn't even learn the names of it was weird it's i thought it was very odd um but the whole uh sort of witch finding crew is super interesting they have cool masks and wild costumes and but I do feel it might be a problem if the witch finders are more interesting than the than the witches. Because witches are interesting. Hello. <laughs> I think right now I I I mean I always need witches. I, I I don't know if I always need maybe I do. Always. Always. I always need witches. Witches are are like one of the few kinds of characters that I feel like make me feel uh empowered somehow. Um, which is, I think, why Charmed is satisfying to me. Uh, I haven't actually watched the last few episodes. I hope that they have not halted production and that they'll actually finish the season. I don't know. I'm going to have to check. It's, I, I, I have to like go to a specific separate app for it, so I sometimes forget that if I'm not up to date. Anyway, are you guys watching this? Are you, what are you watching? Tell me, give, give me all the news. I'm getting, I'm getting, a, you know, I'm in my apartment. What am I doing? Uh, I, I need to know about everybody's witch intake. Please share with me your witch-related 
uh, viewing and, and, and your other viewings as well. <sighs> so what is the song, you may be wondering. Uh, I know one person who is already wondering and has been wondering, uh, and the song is Charm School by Ellis Costello, because the show I made up in my mind was called Charmed School, so I decided I had to cover Charm School by Elvis Costello, which is a great song, actually, and it was really fun to learn. Uh, I'm playing it on ukulele. Um, there's a funny moment in it where the lyrics that I pulled off the internet, so are they trustworthy? trustworthy? I don't know. The lyrics say uh, that he's saying sotto voce, but when you listen to the song, he's saying voce in a very funny way. So I decided he's saying sotto face, which is like under your face instead of under your voice. I don't know if if that's I I think the likelihood of him saying face instead of uh, a weirdly pronounced voce is um, it's slim. But I think in my mind, I'm thinking face instead of voce. So you can listen for that. <laughs> Okay, so uh, thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to play you the song in just a moment here. Um, meanwhile, uh, if you like the podcast, that is so great. Thank you. Um, and uh, share maybe with somebody. Uh, nobody's listening right now because nobody's listening to podcasts, period. Every podcast group I am a part of is like, <laughs> What's happening? And for those people, I think it's a little bit more dramatic because they're like, I usually have 10,000 people and now it's only 5,000. So that's a little different for me where it's like, okay, yeah, mine is halved as well, but it's usually 30 people and now it's 15. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So, so if you feel like sharing anything with anybody, any of the episodes it doesn't have to be this one could be any previous episode that you like you can share uh on the various social medias or with you can't share in person because nobody's seeing anybody but you know <laughs> send a postcard <laughs> that would be so ridiculous to like send like hey hey check out this podcast on a postcard <sighs> right so uh yeah, so tell somebody, uh, rate, review, subscribe, all the things that you can do for a, a podcast, this one, or any podcast you like. You you do actually um, help raise, uh, like, the algorithm or whatever when, when those numbers go up. So do that. Um, if you want to support the podcast with some dollar bills, that would be amazing. Um, uh, Patreon is the top sh top shop for that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. Um, I have been seeing the return of a few of my long lost patrons. So the downturn is a downturn for sure, but, uh, I am getting some extra returns on that, which is very nice to see those people back again. So if you'd like to join their numbers, go there. Uh, there's also Kofi and PayPal. Um, I also receive virtual hugs, so you can send those. All right. So thank you for listening. Um, I really do appreciate it. And uh, it feels like you're here, 
even though um, it's really just two of us knocking our heads around in this apartment. As I'm sure you all are all in exactly the same position. So anyway, um, keep, keep trucking, everybody. But not literally. Don't go trucking unless you're a truck driver already and that's your job. So in which case, thank you very much. Your service is much appreciated. All right, I'm going to stop now and just play you the delightful Elvis Costello song, Charm School. charm school in that charm school 